In this episode, we're gonna look at how to verify directly connected networks. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll have a talk about the concepts along the way. Routers that we're gonna show you here, each they have two LANs connected to them. Our task here is to verify the addressing on each device and then verify the connectivity between the LANs. We'll be discussing how to verify IPv4 and IPv6 directly connected networks, and then we'll talk about how to troubleshoot those connectivity issues. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Verify directly connected networks. I have the packet tracer lab open. On the left side, I have our work area where we have all our devices. We can do our configuration, troubleshooting in, in that window. On the right side, on the bottom right, I have the packet tracer activity window. That's the one that opens up with packet tracer. That one's there. I got a little bit small because on the upper right, I have the word document. There are several questions where we need to answer through this exercise. When we answer it, we can go ahead and type it in the word document and that allows us to save those answers. We have our addressing table here. Looking at our addressing table, we can see that we have a number of devices. We have a router with a couple PCs. Those are all IP version four addresses. Then we have router two here with two PCs. That's all IP version six. So half of our network is IP version four. Half of our network is IP version six. Objectives. Verify IP version 4 and version 6 directly connected networks and troubleshoot connectivity issues. Down here for our instructions. Part 1. Verify IP version 4 directly connected networks. So we're going to go ahead and verify the IP version 4 addresses and port status. What we can do here is we can check the status by using the show IP interface brief command and we are going to exclude all the unassigned ports. Now, when you look at your device, if you have a lot of unassigned ports, you're not using them. And we don't necessarily need to see all the information about it because you're troubleshooting what you have configured. And so when we exclude the unassigned, it's just gonna give us a more concise list for us to do. Over here, I'm gonna go ahead and click on R1. I make the window a little bit bigger, left to right. Click on the CLI tab. I'm gonna go come in here. Our passwords here for our CLI to get into user exec mode is Cisco. You want to type Cisco, hit enter. Now get into privilege exec mode, type enable, and our password for enable is class. We are now inside of our device. We can now type in our command. So it's show space IP space interface space brief space and then the pipe sign that is the key above the enter key but you got to hold the shift key down pipe sign space and then we are excluding so the word here is exclude unassigned Uh, I typed show wrong and in true Cisco operating system fashion, no news is good news. 
I got new, so I did something wrong. If we look back, I, the little carrot here shows approximately where the problem is. And you, maybe sometimes it's a little bit before it. If you look here, I have successfully spelled show incorrectly. What I'm gonna do is up arrow once, arrow over to the left, take out one of those H's and hit enter. And there's the command I am looking for. Based on the output, correct any port status problems that you see. Based. Oh, notice it didn't filter out. Coming back here, it filtered out on the keyword unassigned, but I only had one S in there. So it, it's very specific on what you want to do. Let's go ahead, up arrow once, put the extra S in there. And there it is. Now all the unassigned ones are out. Notice the first time we did it, we had a couple unassigned. This time when we did it, there's no unassigned in there. Looking at our ports, we are looking at the status here. Correct any port status problems we see. We have one that is administratively down. To me, what that means right away is we did not activate that port. Well, it could mean two things. Either you did not activate it, you didn't do a no shutdown on it, or you don't have an active connection to it. You don't have a wire plugged into it, and that wire plugged into another device that is working. Let's go ahead and take a look and see what we, we need to do to fix that. I'm gonna do a show run to see what our configuration is. Spacebar, spacebar, and that was on gig zero 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 interface looking at our gig zero zero interface right here description ip address duplex speed up oh, and there's the shutdown we didn't activate it so we got to go in there do no shutdown on that get into global configuration mode config t get into the interface of g zero slash zero slash zero three zeros Go ahead and enter, do a no shutdown on it. Notice the interface comes up, line protocol comes up, exit out, exit out. Let's go ahead and type in that show IP interface brief command again. Show IP interface brief, pipe signs, exclude, unassign. now all of our statuses are up excellent that takes care of part 1b refer to the ad onto c refer to the addressing table verify the ip addresses are configured on one make any corrections you see here's our ip address information on r1 right there let's go ahead and look here Gig 000, 172.16.20.1, 172.16.20.1, that one looks good. 172.16.20.129, 172.16.20.129, gig 001 looks good, and serial 010. 209, 165.200.229, 209.165.200.225, 229.2, oh, the fourth octet is wrong. We need to go in and change that IP address. Okay. 
So we're in privilege exec mode. Get, need to get into global configuration mode, config T. Need to go into that interface that had the wrong IP address. That was serial 000. Serial zero slash one slash zero. Make sure you put the word interface there. We are now into the interface configuration mode. You can tell that by our prompt right there. And we need to correct the IP address. For IP version four, to change an IP address, all you have to do is re-enter that IP address command in there and it overwrites it. And so let's go ahead and do that IP space address space and then our correct IP address 209.165.200.225.209.165.200.225 and because we're setting that we need to put in the subnet mask but it has to be in dotted decimal notation they gave it to us as a slash 30 if you take the slash 30 that's 31s followed by two zeros. Take that, convert that into dotted decimal notation. You will get three 255s followed by a 252. Three 255s followed by a 252. There we go. We set our IP address. Then type exit, type exit. I'm gonna up arrow till I get to that show IP interface command again. Hit enter. Let's go ahead and verify our IP addresses one more time. 172.16.20.1, 172.16.20.129, and 209.165.200.225. There we go, all the IP addressing looks correct on R1. Display the routing table by filtering to start the output on the word gateway. Now, once again, to filter out, that's that pipe sign. And then after that, there's a couple words you can put in there. And so what we're gonna do here is show IP route space pipes. And then if I put a question mark, these are your four options, begin, so for the first occurrence of whatever word you put after that, it's going to list it out. You're, you can exclude lines that have a certain word in it. That's what we did previously with the unassigned. We can include only lines that have a certain word, or you can include sections that have this certain word in it. What we're gonna do here is we will filter with begin and anything that starts with gateway. Now, this word here is, you gotta spell it correctly, which we proved earlier, but it is also case sensitive. So capital G gateway is different than lowercase g gateway. And so what we're looking for here is the capital gateway. And also you can shorten it down as long as it still stays unique. So instead of the word gateway, you could put gate in there. You can't go all the way down to a G because there's other words that start with a capital G when we do a show running config, but I believe you can use a GA at that point in time. I'm gonna go ahead and hit enter. Notice our output starts here with gateway. Normally they have all those codes up here that C equals connected, L equals local. Okay. What is the gateway of last resort address? Here we have the gateway of last resort. This is our address. 
Now what a gateway of last resort is, sort of like a default gateway, but for a router. Routers don't have default gateways because they are the default gateways. But if the router doesn't know how to route it, it doesn't show up in its routing table here, it does not show up in any of the known routes here, it will send it to the gateway of last resort. And hopefully that router will know how to do that. If it doesn't, it sends it to its own gateway of last resort. And eventually it'll find a device that knows how to get to the final destination. And so our IP address here of our gateway last resort, 209.165.200.226. I'm gonna go ahead and type that in our Word document, 209.165.200.226. Display interface information and filter for description or connected. Now we can do a different combination here as we do our filtering. And so we're gonna do a show interfaces. I'm gonna put the pipe sign in, a space pipes, and then a space. And we are looking to include anything that starts with DESC and then you can put another pipes in there. Notice there's no space. You can put another pipes in there or anything that starts with CON. If you put a space pipe space, that means you're going to do the filtering. If you put the pipe in there with no space, that means it's an or. It's a, it's a logical expression there. And so we're looking to include anything that starts with capital D-E-S-C, or anything that starts with C-O-N. I'm gonna go ahead and hit enter. Here is our output. We have two gigabit ethernet interfaces and one serial interface. What is the circuit ID displayed from your output? The circuit ID for our serial 010 is right here. VCB 12345001. I'm gonna go ahead and type that in our Word document. BCB, one, two, three, four, five, three zeros and a one. Okay, display specific interface information for gig 001 by filtering for duplex. And we're, we're looking for the word duplex, so we're going to use the include here. We're going to do a show, sorry, show interface, space, pipe, space, because we're going to filter, we're going to include duplex. And it gives us a couple lines of information here. What is the duplex setting, speed, and media type? Well, our duplex setting, we're at full duplex. We are at a speed of 100 megabits per second, and our media type is an RJ45. I'm gonna go ahead and type our answer in here. Once again, full duplex. 100 megabits per second, and media type is RJ45. That takes care of part one, step one. We are now on part one, step two, verify connectivity. PC1, PC2 should be able to ping each other and the dual stack server. 
If not, we need to go and do some troubleshooting. So I'm gonna get up here, get our IP addressing table. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize our R1 window. I'm gonna get, click on PC1 here. I make it a little bit bigger going left to right. I click on desktop and ping is part of our command prompt utility. So I'm gonna go ahead and click on command prompt. And here we go. We are on PC1. We're gonna ping and then PC2. Here's the IP address for PC2, 172.16.20.138, 172.16.20.138. And because we're, we're connecting to an established IP address, we don't have to worry about the subnet. First request timed out. We had to do an ARP lookup for that, so it failed the first ping. Next three worked. If I repeat that command, all I do is hit the up arrow once, hit enter, all four will work. So we're able to ping PC1 to PC2. Last thing we have to do is ping our dual stack server. I'm gonna slide the window a little bit over here so I can see what the IP address is of, of our dual stack server. I'm gonna go ahead and type in ping 64.100.1.10, which is our IP address of our dual stack server. I'm guessing it probably has to do an ARP lookup or two. First ping timed out because it was doing its ARP lookup. Next three works successfully. I'm gonna repeat that command, up arrow, enter, and all four pings work successfully. We have ver verified our connectivity. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. That takes care of part one, step two. All successfully work. Now we move on to part two. Basically, we're just gonna repeat this the whole process again for IP version six. I'm gonna go ahead, minimize PC one, verify IP version six and port status on R2. I'm gonna click on R2, <clears throat> make the window a little bit bigger right to left, click on our CLI tab, logging in, password of Cisco, get into privilege exec mode, go ahead and type enable, password is class, logs us in. Here's the command we wanna enter in, show IPv6 interface brief, show ipv6 interface brief and here's our information what is the status of the configured interfaces g000 is up up g001 is up up serial 010 is administratively down and down what this is telling me is we're not using it, especially because the addresses are unassigned. And serial 011 is up, up. That seems to be pretty good. And VLAN 1 is administratively down and down. Okay, question is, what is the status of the configured interfaces? 
Serial 00 is not configured and VLAN 1 is not configured. All of them are up, up. And so that's our answer, up slash up. Refer to the addressing table, make any corrections to the addressing as necessary. Okay, so we are on R2. We have four IP addresses, one for gig 00, Zero, one for gig zero, zero, 001, and two for serial zero, 011. Those were IP version six addresses. Looking over here, gig zero, zero, zero. Gig zero, zero has 2001 DB8 CODE 12 colon colon one. 2001 DB8 C0DE colon 12. Colon one, that looks pretty good. Interface gig zero zero one, that is 2001 DB8, C0 DE, colon 12, colon colon one. 2001 DB8, C0 DE, colon 13, colon colon one. Oh colon 13 here over here it is colon 14 oh we got a typo we have a wrong ip version 6 address the correct address is in our addressing table we need to go and change this ip version 6 address on gig 000 as long as we're here let's check serial 001 check that ip address serial 001 here is 2001 db8 c0 d0 colon 11 colon colon 1 let's go ahead and fix that ip version 6 address on gigabit ethernet 001 now get into global configuration mode config t get into the interface so interface g0 slash 0 slash 1 now with ip version 6 in order to change an IP address, what you actually have to do is remove the wrong IP address by putting in a no and then that IPv6 command that was used to enter it and then enter in the correct IP version 6 address. It doesn't overwrite it. Let's remove that first wrong IP address. So I type in no space IPv6 space address. And then the wrong address, the wrong address is right here. 2001DB8C0DE colon 14 double colon 1. 2001 colon DB8 colon C0DE colon 14 colon colon 1. Incomplete command up. Because the command sets the IP address, I have to include my prefix. Up arrow once, I put my prefix of a slash 64 in there. There we go. No news is good news with the Cisco operating system. Now let's put the correct IP version 6 address in there. That is right here, 2001 DB8 C0DE colon 13 colon colon 1. IPv6 space address. Space 2001 colon db8 colon c0de colon 12 colon colon a. 
And because we're setting that address, we need to include the prefix in there. Slash 64 is our prefix. There we go. We are now having error. Oh no. Oh, I entered the wrong one. It should be a 13 in here. I entered a 12. That 12 is already assigned to gig 000. So I need to go in and correct that. And notice it didn't assign that. Gave me an error. So up arrow once, left arrow over, change that 12 to a 13. And there we go. We have now set the correct IPv6 address on the gig 000. On the gig 001 interface. Okay, that takes care of part two, step one A. We are now on to part B. Refer to the address table, make any corrections to the address. Oh, we just completed that one. On to step C. Display the IPv6 routing table with displaying the IPv6 routing table. The filtering commands do not work. I'm going to go ahead and type exit, get us back into global configuration mode. Go ahead and Type show. Nope, this is a privilege exec mode. I need to exit out one more time. Show IPv6 route. And here is our routing information. Here's our codes at the top. The codes refer to this column right here. And then these are all the known networks from our routing protocol. We have more at the end. What I'm gonna do is hit enter. So we display everything. Filter commands do not presently work. This is our show IPv6 route command. Onto D, display all IPv6 addresses configured on the interfaces by filtering the output of the running config. Show space run is the command we'd enter. Now we do a space pipe space to say we're going to filter out stuff. And what we're gonna do is we're going to include any lines that start with IPv6 or, and the or once again is the pipe sign without the space before or after, or interface. There we go. And so here's all of our information about IPv6 and interface on R2. What is the correct address? Oh, sorry, down here on step D. How many addresses are configured on each gigabit ethernet interface? Now, what we have to do is say how many IP addresses are on each gigabit ethernet interface. Here's interface gigabit ethernet 000. We have one IP version six address. We have a second IP version six address. There's two on gig zero zero. Looking at gig zero zero one, we have one IP version six address, which is our link local. We have a second IP version six address, which is our global unicast address. And, our, and once again, we are looking for how many IP addresses are on each gigabit ethernet interface. 
Uh, there are two IP addresses. One is the link local address and one is the global unicast address. Takes care of step one. On to step two, verify connectivities. PC three and four should be able to ping each other and the dual stack server. Okay, let's go ahead. I'm gonna close this R2 window out. I'm gonna click on R3, bring it up here, click on desktop, make it a little bit wider, going left to right and ping once again, we do from the command prompt. And so I'm on PC three, I'm going to ping PC four's IP version six address. Ping space 2001 colon DB8 colon C0DE colon 13 double colon A. IP version 6, once again, doesn't have to do an ARP request to find the destination. And so all four pings worked right away because it does not have to do an ARP request. PC3 was able to successfully ping PC4. Last one we have to do, do is ping the dual stack server. Right here is our dual stack server IPv6 address. I'm gonna go ahead, type in ping 2001 colon DB8 colon C0D. Oh, nope. DB8, 2001 DB8 100 colon one double colon A. And all four successfully ping. That was Packet Tracer Lab 1.5.10 Verify Directly Connected Networks. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There, you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.